This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast, here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Of course, we are back at it again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How you doing, man? Good, how are you? I am doing great, thank you. And of course, I'm Rafael Di Furia. And today, we wanted to continue our mini-series comparing and contrasting different parts of Italy and different kind of concepts of what Italy can be for people, lifestyle and so on, and uh, where you should purchase. In this episode specifically, like the title of the episode says, we wanted to compare being in the suburbs versus a city center. And it's, it's interesting to me because what many Americans might think of as a downtown or a city center has a very different connotation in Europe. I mean, this is what this whole episode is about. But Marco, just the first kind of question maybe to get into, when you're purchasing a property, how much of a difference can a person potentially expect to see between a city center versus somewhere in the suburbs when it comes to the pricing of these properties? Yeah, first of all, uh, I think what you said is uh, the first thing to take into consideration for a foreigner who's purchasing in Italy, especially for an American. Because in Italy and in Europe, the center of the city is something that it's probably completely different from uh, what you could see in America. I'm thinking about uh, downtown Los Angeles or uh, downtown San Francisco or even Manhattan. Uh, in Italy, the center of a city or a town is something that is completely different. And probably we can try to explain right. why it's different in this episode. Uh, but just to answer your question, um, in Italy, of course, normally the more you uh, move closer to the center, the more you can expect, uh, the higher you can expect the prices to be, which could be probably something different from what you see in the US where prices can be rather high, even in the suburbs. Um, of course, it would depend on the area. Um, right. you know, there are areas that are better than others or considered as better areas than others. But in Italy, the more you move to the suburbs, you're moving to an area that is less desirable. Um, now we're talking about the suburbs of a maybe a major city or even a mid-sized city, like um, it could be like Milan, Bologna, Padova. The more you move to the suburbs, the more you can expect to have less services, for example, less stores or markets. Even if, unlike America, you can, uh, where when you live in the suburbs, you have like these completely residential areas with maybe no markets, no uh, supermarkets or store, right. and you have to use your car to reach them. Uh, in Italy, if you are in the suburbs of a major city, you can, you can expect to find, uh, to some extent, some services which are probably going to be more uh, than Americans would think. Uh, it's just that you're not in the center where all of the um, major services are located. Right. I mean, I think that's also really important to consider just some of the differences with how we really think about it. Like for example, suburbia in America is very different than the suburbs in Italy. I mean, even like you were saying, less desirability in Italy, some of these neighborhoods can in some cases be some of the more rough areas. Uh, some of them can be fine. It just depends on where you are. But 
what we think of as suburbia in America. You go out, you buy the single family home, and you have a little bit of land, at least a yard of some sort, maybe even a pool, a dog, and the two and a half kids, the, whatever the whole thing is, the statistics from the, from the U.S. Um, census, whatever it was, I can't remember. Anyway, um, having that average family suburban life is very different in Italy. In Italy, those suburbs will more than likely, at least from my experience, end up being a lot of apartment buildings still, not necessarily single family homes. What we would think about as suburbia in the U.S. would be more likely to be something like um, moving to a small town in Italy, a village maybe, where you potentially could have a single family home. Not all villages are going to be like that, but you will find a lot of places um, outside of a major city where that will be a little bit more possible. But then even in Italy, you can go to the city center or not the city center, but the town center of one of those places. And you will still have some of the events and, and, uh, and activities and shops and cafes and restaurants that you might find even in the downtown city center of a more major city. Like even you were saying though, being in the suburbs of Italy, you can still have some cafes, some shops and this and that and the other. But of course, you'll still be more likely closer to being in, in an apartment. Of course, it all depends on where you are. But when looking at these properties, with your clients, do you find that they end up being more interested in being somewhere closer to the center? Or do you find maybe they're interested in getting out into the countryside a little bit more? When speaking about suburbs, I think most of my clients are interested in getting a property more in the center or towards the center. Um, I don't find that a lot of people are interested in purchasing a property in the suburbs of a major or a mid-sized city. Mm -hmm. um, of course, there are people who are not interested in getting uh, a property in the center, but normally those people are uh, the people that are interested in getting another kind of property, maybe a um, lake house or maybe a house uh, yeah. by the beach or uh, in the countryside, but not in the suburbs. Even if the suburbs tend to be less expensive areas in Italy. But the thing is, because it's like prices in Italy are normally lower than prices in America, it makes it more affordable for foreigners to buy a property in a city center rather than uh, for an Italian. Yeah, I mean, I think also even depends on what you do in Italy, of course, because but purchasing property as a local isn't necessarily easy, or even if you're earning a local income. Um, but it is something that a lot of people end up doing through a mortgage or, or whatever it may be. Um, but what a lot of people, even with families, have the desire to do, and not every case, but a lot of situations, is to still be in a city. Um, or even to be not far from the city center because a lot of maybe family friends or the people that you went to university with, if you're still living in the same area, you'll be able to meet up to go for coffee. And some of the city centers of these major cities in Italy are still, I would say, somewhat livable. I mean, not somewhat, pretty darn livable. You can go to some city centers, not even just in Italy, but in other countries and you'll have supermarkets in the center. I mean, even I remember when I first went to Rome, I wasn't in the center necessarily, but it was a central location. And a block away was this giant underground supermarket uh, that I visited. So that was interesting to see. It's not like, oh, you have to go to a little mini market for something or like a 
a piece of fruit or whatever it may be, uh, you will be able to find some places or even in cities, you will be able to find like a, a green grocer, a, a fruit and vegetable store. That's just, that's the one thing they do, or you can go to a butcher or whatever it may be. And people do make their lives in these places. Um, just in the same way that they would make it out in the suburbs as well. But again, we get into the whole question about desirability and then even to an extent, potentially safety, um, like you were talking about before. Mm. Yeah, just, just to add to what you were saying, what I've seen, uh, what I've been seeing lately is that a lot of people, or actually a lot of cities are building these uh, residential neighborhoods right outside of the city center or, or yeah. their renovating them make them better or more desirable so there are a lot of people that are actually considering purchasing property not in the center but in the suburbs but they are um, choosing the neighborhood that is maybe the most renovated or um, that uh, you know is being made nicer by the city government so um, for example i just helped a client purchase a property in Verona, but not in the city center, in an area that is considered to be 100% the suburbs, but is right outside of the city center. And the city center is very accessible, like it's easily accessible from this right. area. And a lot of people are buying there. Prices are a little, bit, a little bit lower than the center of Verona, where prices are skyrocketing. And so it makes sense for some people. And a lot of my clients have been asking about these areas. There are kind of becoming the new centers yeah because that's that's also another thing that you have to consider is that some of these areas are developing and they do exist and that it's not what's true today may not necessarily be true to tomorrow i mean even though europe is very 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 much set in its ways there's still a lot of development and there's still uh, figuring out how to move forward with what limited space is available. And Italy is definitely one of those countries that really is trying to do the best with what they can. I mean, I know even, for example, up in Bolzano, that there have been plans. I don't know if they've moved forward or what the, what the planning is, but um, even in the center of the city, they're, they're planning on taking some unused property or barely used property and turning that into a shopping center because they'll be able to accommodate more people and make the center even more livable than it already is. I mean, there are some smaller cities, like I was saying, Bolzano, that you can be in the center or you can be already in what might be the suburbs. And we're talking about maybe a 15, 20 minute walk at best. <laughs> like, these are the things that you have to consider because also in Italy, distances are not necessarily as wide and vast uh, between places as you might find in the States. Yeah, and what's also worthwhile considering is if, if you're purchasing in the suburbs is to see what the plans for that specific areas are going to be because there are some areas outside of the city center uh, where the local government has made plans to make like new business centers or areas that will become um, of interest or areas that will have like maybe large shopping centers. So I believe it's worthwhile considering carefully the area in which you are investing, um, also based on future development and uh, return on your investment. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic point. I mean, we have to also kind of look at what's already happened in Italy. Uh, for example, the, the new business district in Milan. I mean, 
all of the business. Milan was always this business hub for the whole country, pretty much, uh, that reached out to the whole world. I mean, one of the reasons why Milan became a, a fashion capital was because there was so much industry and so much business being done in and around the city that they actually had to expand. And there's also like the 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 the, the new business district. I believe also has a lot of finance and tech in that area. So um, there are some people that do own property there that you can actually invest in and so on. And for some people, that's actually a really great place to to invest, to be able to make that return. Um, so if you can find about potential projects like that in the future, I think the, your point there that you made is really fantastic to be able to see if you can get in early enough to really be able to make a solid return on that. But I think anyway, this might be a great place to round out this episode. So of course, if anybody is needing help with purchasing a property in Italy and help to decide where in Italy they would like to purchase that property, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through our website, italianrealestatelawyers.com or give us a call at the numbers on the website. Fantastic. And of course, if you're interested in more content like this about Italian real estate or Italian citizenship, be sure that you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, or you can also subscribe to the audio only podcast of the Italian real estate podcast. But of course, being subscribed to the YouTube, you're automatically subscribed to the other project that Marco and I collaborate on. Also, if you're interested in information about life abroad, living abroad, also getting out and about and exploring a little bit, come over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Rafael Di Furia, or you can also find the audio-only version through Not Your Average Globetrotter on your favorite podcasting player of choice. But again, Mr. Marco Permunian, thank you so much for making yourself available for this episode of the Italian Real Estate Podcast. Of course, I'm Rafael Di Furia. Stay safe and healthy out there, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.